This week's episode is brought to you by Tonal. Tonal is the smart at-home gym that replaces every machine in the weight room and has personal training programs built in so you'll never have to go to the gym again. They also just added Apple Music. So now you can sync with your Apple Music playlists and pick all your own songs. Try Tonal for 30 days risk-free. Visit www.tonal.com for $100 off the smart accessories when you use promo code THECLIPOUT at checkout. That's www.tonal.com, promo code THECLIPOUT, Tonal, be your strongest. My biggest turning point was when we lived in Puerto Rico in uh, 1983 to 1985. And I was going to this class at the community center called the workout class. And, you know, so I'd go every day or whatever. And it was a bunch of the spouses and it was Jane Fonda, you know, on steroids <laughs> with the heavy hands and the, the leg warmers and the, you know, all that. So it was the heavy hands. So it was that era. And I remember the girl that was teaching her son got stuck in the eye, poked in the eye with a stick. So she called me and said, here's my boombox, here's my tape, you're it. And I said, well, when are you coming back? And she's like, I don't know. I'll be back. (laughs) She never returned. So so that class became my, you know, that was my beginning of aerobics. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 171. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. And if we sound even better than usual, <laughs> maybe not better than usual, but as good as we used to, because last week we had to uh, use the Zoom audio to capture the show because our computer shot craps. And so we've got our new computer. We've got our new audio. It's uh, it's all very exciting. Now we just need new mic stands. And if you're on YouTube, you can see me fighting with it. Yeah, so... Uh, We're very excited to have that back. We sure are. So uh, now that we sound extra normal. (laughs) I don't know that we ever sound normal, ever. Touche. What do you have in store for people this week? Oh, my gosh. Okay, we've got some big, big news (laughs) about some things that occurred. That we do. Yeah, so um, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to give you a teaser as to what it is. You're just going to stick around. There is so much, so much huge news from Peloton this week. Just, just, Just listen. Just listen. That's, that's, that's what you have to do. Okay. Well, before we get to all the big news, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And also, if you would be so kind as to uh, leave us a nice rating and review, that always helps. We have a new review. Ooh. I don't know who this is from. They're, the screen name is MCH. Two 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 two. So I don't know that one. I think they have uh, like triplets that are really into ballets. Okay. Is that how that works? Two 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 two. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. So uh, <laughs> my favorite weekend podcast. After years of debating over spending the money for a Peloton last April, I finally convinced my husband, and we purchased the bike. I became instantly obsessed with all things Peloton. This sounds familiar. It does. I followed all the instructors, joined tons of Facebook groups, and stumbled upon the clip out. I gave it a listen one week over the summer, and I was hooked. Yay! 
Crystal and Tom cover it all. I look forward to the weekend to hear them recap all things Peloton. They are funny, informative, and great interviewers who let their guests tell their story while keeping the audience engaged and laughing throughout. I always look forward to their Peloton profit segments and also to hearing their opinions on all things Peloton related. If you are a Peloton lover, this is the podcast for you. Mindy Matthews, Lexington, South Carolina, leaderboard name, Mindy Rides. Thank you, Mindy. Oh, Mindy, that was so nice. Thank you for such a lovely review. And it's nice for her to have such a pleasant personality because I bet you she has spent the entirety of her life getting Mork jokes. <laughs> well, if she hasn't, she just needs to meet you. <laughs> no, no, no. I would refrain. I'm just acknowledging what a struggle that must have been, but I'm not going to make the Mork joke. Just acknowledge that I'm sure it has become the bane of her existence. I'm sure that is so, true. <laughs> which, interestingly enough, the actor who played Mork's father, Conrad Bain. No, no. Conrad Bain was different strokes. Anyway, off on a different... <laughs> Off on a tangent. Anyway, uh, back to shameless plugs. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the clip out. Uh, while you're there, like the page, join the group and uh, what? Join our newsletter list at the So you'll get all the show notes and links and photos. And there are photos this week you're probably going to want to see mm-hmm. and a couple different stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign up for all that at the And of course, if you're ever looking to just help us out, you know what the easiest thing you can do? Doesn't cost you a dime. I mean, if you want to spend a dime or more, you can go to click the donate button. Just share an episode in your Facebook feed. And that's what I got to do. You know, that's really helpful. People underestimate how helpful that is. But um, we have had so many people that have found us by other people sharing. So please never underestimate that. Even if you shared it before, share us again. Absolutely. And if you just can't get enough of us or you want to see us, see the pictures while we talk about them. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the clip out while you're there. Subscribe to that as well, because we just can't get enough of you and you can't get enough of us. So there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Breaking news. So late last week, (laughs) there was a uh, bit of a security breach discovered within the Peloton ecosystem. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So turns out they were unbeknownst to them sending live feeds from at least two of their studios. We have reason to believe all three of their studios, but we could only confirm what the tread studio and the yoga studio, but they were sending out live 24 hour feeds from their studios. They were. I'm pretty sure this is what you would refer to as a nightmare for (laughs) security um, to have images such as a dark studio. I mean, you could actually watch people clean the studio. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Were they was that a cleaning crew or was that uh, was that like a tech crew? I think it was a tech crew. Okay, Uh, And you could see the uh, people getting the instructors ready. Yeah. And you could see what the studio looks like when there's absolutely no cool accent lighting. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting. And of course, this led into the whole reason that the story broke last week that everyone thinks that the, the rumor is going around that Jess King will soon be a tread instructor. Right. The story that you broke last week in the clip about 
Facebook group yeah. that she's going to be a tread instructor because we were sitting there watch her record what would appear to be her debut on-demand tread class. Yeah. And since then, uh, Peloton saw that this was happening. They have removed the feed. And that's why we're comfortable sharing this information with you i mean because we don't want anything to happen to peloton we love peloton this would be destructive to their to peloton if their competitors were to find out about it absolutely and so it was corrected what midday on saturday yeah and so yeah we felt like okay well now it's more of a humorous story that no real damage can occur from it exactly so um yeah i'm really curious to hear what everybody's take on that is (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. So, uh, like I said, uh, to me, I think you just described that as a freaking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, it didn't really. It doesn't seem like it really uh, had any major repercussions. It's no. just kind of a humorous anecdote at this point. Yes. But, uh, man, you hear so many stories about people getting caught in a hot mic saying stuff, and like sometimes those people, if the things they're saying on a hot mic, they shouldn't be saying when they're oh, not yeah. on mic, so you don't feel too bad for them. Not insinuating that that's what's going on with no. any of the instructors, but still, you know, you're joking around with your friends and, you know, you you say something that you might not say in front of everyone. Not that that's a, something I wake up in a cold sweat from all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's one of those things that when you think nobody's listening, sometimes you're just venting, you right, know, like you totally. might just be blowing off steam and just saying stupid things. And so you don't want people to judge you by that. And, and it's it wasn't fair to anybody involved. It was basically like somebody having um it was eavesdropping it was eavesdropping yeah. it's like somebody having a video cam in your bedroom and you didn't know about it like it's super creepy well you shouldn't be doing that s- stuff you do in your bedroom I, uh in the tread okay. studio i'm just saying that the like, yoga studio maybe because of all the all the flexibility that goes on that's a little different but we'll you, allow that you get what i'm saying like totally. they didn't they didn't know that right. it was happening so it's yeah Anyway, it's it's all fixed. It's all fixed, and we're glad that it was uh, discovered before it became a major issue for them. That's the last thing that they need. But uh, revealed within that is that it looks like Jess King's going to uh, start adding the tread classes to her repertoire. It, it does. It does look as though that is the case. There has just been a bevy of information about Peloton strength coming. It is clear to me. That Peloton has some big news coming. Yeah. Big, big, big news coming about Peloton. Shall we talk about the job posting first? I think we start with the job posting. Okay. So let me... I want to have this in front of me as we talk about it. So, all right. VP product marketing Peloton strength. So my understanding is this was only up for a few days. Right. Okay. But you can still find it out there on the internet because once you put things on the internet, they're like out there forever. So it's still, it's still live on a few boards. But the part that is absolutely fascinating is this responsibility acting as the marketing general manager for Peloton strength and emerging content discipline and completely new and confidential connected fitness category for Peloton Interactive. So the question you got to ask yourself is how do you 
is there a way to even do this? How do you advertise for a job, but within the posting, basically, be like, oh, but don't tell anybody? I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I was told that people who were watching this said that it was only up for four days. So yeah. either they found somebody really quick or we'll see it again. I don't know. But it's also fascinating because I hadn't talked about this yet because it was kind of small news. But in conjunction with this, it's kind of larger news that Rebecca Kennedy was a master instructor of strength, and she has now become a director of strength um, okay. and and I asked her I said was this a promotion and she said yes it was and I said so what exactly does this mean for your job duties and no response Interesting, <laughs> right <laughs> so um, you know she did nothing wrong by not sharing sure. that with me I'm sure she was doing the right thing as a matter of fact but if but, she would like to keep paying her rent right yes. right <laughs> but you, you gotta wonder so you put this into place then you take the new uh, Rebecca Kennedy you know instructor role then and then you roll in the new AI role that we just talked about. Right. About a, what, a month ago, a few sure, weeks ago? something like that. And your brain goes kind of crazy. Like, are yeah. we talking, are we talking a potential tonal kind of thing here? Is that what's happening? Yeah, like this, this certainly is starting to sound It's that it's less about, um, you know, content and classes and more about equipment. I, I mean, obviously, equipment would have content in classes, but right? But no, no, no. That, <laughs> I know, what, I know what you mean, though. But that it sounds like it's more about you know equipment, and and we haven't heard anything about the rower in a long time. And I've always thought the rower just seems so niche that it seemed odd that it would be their their next you know quote unquote big thing. And so I don't know. I don't know either. And then of course they uh, they also had some surveys that came out to a lot of people that do strength classes, asking them what kind of strength classes they want to see. If you are a tread user or strength user, you saw that survey, right? And uh, so my point is is that there is something big happening with strength. We don't know what it is, but I mean, my mind can go all kinds of places with the potential here. So, um, whew, I am eager to see the. Call on September 10th The earnings call Will things be announced Will they be announced before Will they be announced after I don't know But I am (laughs) Watch (laughs) this space Yes So Cody Had a uh, A Valentine's Day Ride series Yeah it was called XOXO um, And it happened It was back in like January or February-ish And um, they They ended it of course You know The the end of that But the interesting thing Is that today They haven't had an instructor Like capsule collection In forever And today one dropped And it was all XOXO clothes From Cody So there were a couple Sweatshirts and t-shirts And now They're announcing That the series Is coming back In September So uh, for those of you Cody fans Who want to make sure You get in on the uh, Ride series It is coming back And you can pick up Your swag To go with it (laughs) Peloton stock ticker so uh, returning this week, uh, John Mills, who has his finger on the pulse of, <laughs> well, a lot of things, but the, for our purposes, the business end of Peloton. It sounds like a film noir film. It does. I'm going to hit you with the business end of this Peloton. No, that sounds yeah. I know, right? That's <laughs> purely an accident, I assure you. Honestly, you get pretty deep in your posts. I, uh, I love that, though. Well, I love that. You. Feel like I should have glasses on or something. Like that. <laughs> It'll catch up with you eventually. That's get your readers out. You can uh, edit it in this week whenever you uh, post your your clip. You can okay. edit in your some some old uh, this request a patent request that looks like it was submitted recently. So I pull it up. I'm looking at it. It looks like it was submitted on May fourth. 
But yeah, it was really interesting. You know, Paul Bradley, a member of the group, sent it to me this morning. So we're texting back and forth. He's like, John, I, I just noticed this. And it was published on August 20th. Doesn't mean it was granted. It was just made you know, oh, okay. pub, public. So that, that process is still occurring. But uh, my immediate reaction was to scroll to the bottom of the document. Ultimately, these things are like continuations. So, you know, they also filed for patent late 2019. And so Peloton's now filing with some additional information and all okay. of that previous patent information is in, it is in the same document. So you got to figure out what in there is different. So I initially scrolled to the end, near the end. And I right. saw the gamification section, which is why my mind immediately went to, oh, this aligns, right? I mean, we've been hearing John Foley talk about gamification. I mean, he talked about it in the Q2 earnings call. He talked about it in the Q3 earnings call. We keep hearing about gamification, but we haven't seen it in, a, in some big kind of way yet. We saw it in small ways, but not, not in a big way. So that's right. where my mind was, this is the new stuff. And when you read that, it talks about, well, we're going to allow for many competitions prior to or within a class. The user can create their own mini competitions. It talks about an ability to, from a central location, recalibrate and normalize bikes so that if you're in like real-time competition, like everybody's operating at a level, on a level, level playing field, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, wow, oh, until I realized all that information is also in the, the document that they actually published late last year. Right. Well, it, it was I think it was in the 2015, but uh, a, a patent attorney weighed in on my post after I found your post right. and they said that they have to include the original language. Okay. Um, so so them including that original language does not mean that it doesn't mean like, oh, nothing's happening now. Right. And then Paul Bradley pointed out, but now there's images attached that were not attached before. Right. The imagery is a little bit different, and that kind of suggests that it, it, it may be related to gamification. My mind wants to believe it's still related to gamification. Like, I'm still kind of drawn to that being the premise. Um, but we'll see. I hope yeah. those things apply. Well, we, we, well, it obviously suggests that that is like their path, that a path that Peloton wants to take. So, well, two please. two things popped into my head. One, this is interesting timing, given that it wasn't that long ago we had the all-star ride where you have to wonder if they used some kind of ability to calibrate everybody um, across the board evenly. Right. But then when you look at some of those scores, you think maybe not. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Or maybe that uh, kind of push this idea forward yeah, Totally. That could have right. been a, a kick in the butt because, right. you know, you might have trouble getting athletes to do that again if they feel like somebody's got a juice bike whether it's purposeful or not then right. they look like an idiot that's right yeah and i was thinking the same thing so i was actually really excited about hearing about both of those items we'll see we'll see we will we will uh, and and also with uh, the 
call just around the corner. You can't help but wonder, you know, are we going to are we going to see some of these things? Are we going to hear some of these things be announced? Because there's a lot of, of new things. There's got to be a lot of new things coming to Peloton's market because it's coming to the market in general. And Peloton is not known for sitting back and letting others take over. So, yeah, I mean, we've heard a few things and we've seen a few rumors and some some folks have let a few things, you know, slip. And so we know we know some things kind of the, the grander, the grand things. But, yeah, I suspect there's something that we're just not ready for. So we'll see. <laughs> So uh, on the heels of that, you also uh, came across a uh, an interesting contraption from Nautilus. Yeah, that thing. Uh, well, Nautilus, right? So <laughs> I'm like, am oh, I in my high school oh, gym class? Oh, Nautilus. Okay, so 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 Nautilus goes into 2019. They release their Max Trainer M6 and M8. They're thinking these things are going to continue with all this success. Then they, in May, they report Q1 numbers and they're like somewhere between 30 and 40% down year over year. And then they, three months later, they, they report Q2 and same thing. And I mean, it looks like the max trainer just didn't do what they thought it was going to do. My thought is connected fitness hit and yeah, I mean they're Therefore, making car- they're making carburetors when everybody's using fuel injectors. Exactly right. So they're just struggling. And then late 2019, they release their journey platform, which is their digital platform in preparation right. for devices or bikes or equipment that's, that are going to be similar to Peloton. They're going to be in the connected fitness space. And like within that same month, they release their their Bowflex C6 bike. So they're like on this connected fitness path. So then they, in February, they do their Q4 2019 call. And on it, it's like the most depressing kind of sounding call. <laughs> they're like, you know, we're late. They were playing sad trombones. They were like, womp, womp. Right. <laughs> like, we're late to this game. And, you know, we're going to try to catch those big competitors out there. You know, they're talking about Peloton. Like, we're going right. to try, you know, we're late. All of a sudden, they report Q1, right, in May, and everything's backward. Their C6 bike is backward. Their, their Schwinn bike is backward. Their, those, uh, what are those things, those uh, Bowflex Select Tech weights that you adjust? They're oh, backward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Everything's backward. So, so COVID hits. It's just selling out, right? And so now I think they've taken a, another leap. So those bikes prior were all bikes that didn't really have a screen, you had to use your own. Yeah. Right. This is the, this Velocore bike is the first one that has a built-in screen. So I see this in two ways. One, it's their first real attempt to try to compete with Peloton. And two, I think they thought this is not only we're competing, but we're taking to the next level. I think that was their mindset with the, the leaning thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's a little too gimmicky for me, for my taste. Like, I, I don't know. I, it may sell really well. Actually, I think it, I actually think it will. I think it will. Uh, I think it will because it appeals to people who don't have a Peloton and you're like, oh, well, I want something different. You right. know, regardless of whether it sells well or it doesn't sell well, I have to give them points for at least they freaking did something different. Yeah, yeah. that is true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. 
so the side to side thing, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool if you're looking to replicate actually riding a bike. Right. But from an exercise standpoint, does it really behoove you? Well, th- they're saying and I don't I don't know what the studies are, but they're saying that it, it helps your core because like you're you know, whenever. You, well, OK, you're Tom. You don't know. Sure. Um, OK, so uh, <laughs> that not being stable when you work out, uh, it, that works your core. So if you're like on a ball and you're kind of leaning back and forth, that works. Right. Core and so this should in theory do the same thing now you're leaning on a bike and you got to pull yourself back up so you should be using your core right yeah Mm. I mean (laughs) if anything I think it creates buzz I do think it's going to sell I think it's going to sell well but also not only because of that I think also because their platform on this particular bike they opened up so that users can get to things like Netflix like they have a Netflix app built in, right? And yeah. like Hulu and Amazon Prime, they got like things built in. So, and those are the things that you've heard Peloton so, complain about. So here's my question. They got a Netflix app. They got a Hulu app. Do they have a Peloton app? <laughs> <laughs> you can, I think That's you can. hilarious. You, yeah. Because they have like your, this little section where you can like sit your own tablet and just ignore the big one behind it and take like a Peloton digital class. That's funny. Yeah. It's like throwing up your hands. Right. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, and this isn't the first time we've seen that. You know, there's been other companies that have been like, oh, well, we don't have a Peloton thing. So here's a tablet and you can just go ahead and access Peloton right through our tablet. So right. will this bike have a monthly fee? Do we know? Well, the monthly fee is just like Peloton. The monthly fee is relative to their journey digital subscription app. Okay. So I don't remember the cost, but I think it's similar. I think it's $39 a month, something similar. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, riding the same ball. Most of the most of them are right into that range. Sure. Um, in the space. Again, this I think this is their first venture into the, the true kind of competing. I think the, the the mid-level price of this bike is like $16.99, has a smaller screen. Then they got one that's $21.99 that has a screen the same size as Peloton, 21.5 inches or 22 inches, something like that. 22? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I think that uh again, I think there's so many folks looking for variety and looking for something to, to, to use at home to get fit, that all right. those players are going to do well. I think this is the uh, Yeah. As you've said before, you know, there's enough there's enough pieces for everybody to get a piece. But, right. uh, yeah. That's fascinating. It, it is, is fascinating. Uh, pretty wild, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, I guess before we go, where can people find you? They can uh, find me in my group or page on Facebook, uh, Run, Lift, and Live. Uh, they can find me on Instagram, Run, Lift, and Live, or uh, they can check out my runliftandlive.com website. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yes, Appreciate thank you. All right, good seeing you guys. <laughs> Bye, John. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to Gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Bye. Peloton in the news. John Foley was on the Masters of Scale podcast. He was. Uh, it is episode 70. And this podcast is all about business. So in this particular episode, they're talking about, you know, he, he gets to tell his story, which I love hearing him tell the story <laughs> about how everyone told him no <laughs> and, and and nobody would would buy into Peloton. I was going to tease you about enjoying hearing the story over and over again, but then I realized how much that benefits me in our relationship. So (laughs) yeah, you, you should, yeah, you should just be like, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great story though. And if you haven't heard John Foley tell it, well, don't forget he's, he's been interviewed by us. So don't forget to listen to that episode. True. But also I'm sure he had new things to say and he always, is uh, very much himself, which I super appreciate. And uh, you can hear that on episode 70, Masters of Scale with Reed Hoffman. And then Tunde was on the Today Show. Well, I think that she was interviewed by today.com. Okay. So, I thought I saw something that said the third hour. So is that an oh, online only thing? No, or is that a- you're probably right. It's just that the transcript is in here. So I thought that it was only... You know, like an interview. Gotcha. Because like it goes through the questions that they asked her and and it's a whole article. So that's why I thought that. Ah. So um, to be honest, I do not truthfully know either way. (laughs) That's pretty terrible. But I will share my screen for those of you following along on YouTube. And uh, I think that there are a ton of people based on the messages that I got this week who had no idea that Tunde once weighed 200 pounds when she was a teenager right and uh, that she has had this amazing journey to end up being a fitness trainer who's in badass shape like I mean, she's 
she's buff. Like, look at those arms. Like, that lady, there's not an ounce of fat on her. Just just not an ounce. There is not. And uh, But this story, obviously, Toonday's story is not just that. Toonday has a great story. Everybody has a great story. They're not just their weight. If you haven't had a chance to to get to know Toonday, I, I feel like this is a really good article that captures the essence of who she is as a person. Yeah. Um, and, and again, we have interviewed Toonday. Yeah. So uh, make sure that you check out our episode as well, because uh, she told some of her stories and she talked about her family and where she grew up. Um, and uh, it's another really great interview. So uh, make sure you check both of those out. You know, uh, just real quick, kind of spinning off of that, the fact that the Today Show was talking to her. I wonder if that's kind of indicative of what we can expect, because with NBC Universal having sold off all their Peloton stock, we had kind of wondered if this means that we will see less of Peloton within the NBC Universal universe. Yeah. Uh, but but the fact that they're doing something like this makes you think maybe not. I, I don't know, because I also don't know when that got recorded relative to when the shares got sold. So um, that's that's, that's fair, a very but, good question. But you also got to figure if they were looking to jettison mentions of Peloton because they didn't own stock, then they would just there's lots of stuff that never sees the light of day. Absolutely. You know? uh, absolutely. I, I hope it is. I hope it is representative that we'll get to see things because there are so many really cool people that are instructors at Peloton. They have such great personalities. They've done so many cool things. Um, they. They're great leaders in a lot of ways that uh, I think it's not only good for Peloton, it's good for people being able to hear their perspective as a person, not just on a bike or not just on a tread giving direction. Absolutely. So I find this fascinating. I'm really looking forward to the picture of this one. So there's a bear riding a Peloton. So um, <laughs> that sounds adorable. Uh, Is that, how's PETA think? What they what are, Have they chimed in on this? So... Or? Um, so, um, honey, yes, it's it's like the sports bear. Oh, so he's got like a helmet on. Oh, this just keeps getting cuter. No. Share your screen, honey. What are you doing? <laughs> I am going to share my screen. <laughs> I want to see this hat wearing bear on a on a bicycle. Like like oh. a, like a football player. That's an actual human being, right? Because That's... because it's the football bears, like the Chicago. No, the bears were baseball. Kelly Leak. Is it really baseball? No. Are you <laughs> messing with me? Well, the no, Kelly, the, the, the bad news bears. Ogilvy, Kelly Leak, Looper. No. Lupus. He is a linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Oh. There we go. <laughs> now it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, and why? Not, did, I, I don't. And, and no, no disrespect to this man because he could just snap me in two. He could. It's not as cute as I thought it was going to be. I, I understand, okay. but he was never a fuzzy bear, so right. that's why. I know. I it's, feel like I've been misled. <laughs> so, um, oops. Uh, so this is actually a really funny story because uh, their interview got pushed back. And uh, by the time they got to do their interview, he decided to uh, multitask. And he met on zoom while working out in his peloton <laughs> you know that makes sense because i do know uh uh all joking aside that you know a lot of these sports leagues now they they've they've acquired pelotons for their athletes and you have 
benchmarks that you have to hit that's their way of knowing that you're actually working out because normally they would make you come in and work out so they can keep tabs and, and on then you. they can see right <laughs> and so now that because of social distancing they can't do that so pelotons have been a way to make sure that they're actually working out and progressing or maintaining the fitness level that the team expects and pays handsomely for so i'm sure he's like no man you're late i'm not stopping this my bonuses are tied to it there there was a a lot of speculation what on earth does his output look like (laughs) i'm guessing he averages about a million (laughs) (laughs) so funny so funny i love this one so uh of course, you will be able to get this article if you have our, our uh, if you're subscribed to our newsletter, and you also can find it on our in our Facebook group and on our Facebook page, the clip out. In case you guys didn't know, <laughs> so I'm the one that orders the run of show topics. You pick them, I put them in the right order, and I messed up because I should have put this one right after the Tune Day one. So we'll circle <laughs> back around. Tune Day uh, has an athletic girl event. Yeah, it's another awesome collaboration that she is joining up with Athleta Girl and she is talking to them about being healthy as teenage girls. So it's a it's a great experience. And my understanding is that like the general public can join it. So I don't know the process that you have to go through uh, to do it, but. I just kind of think it's fascinating that we're starting to see all these collaborations totally. with all the different instructors. And so. that sounds like a great one, because when she was on the show, she talked about so many of her struggles when she was a teenage girl. Yeah, I, I was listening to it not too long ago, and uh, I don't know if, if this is what you're referring to specifically, but it really it got to me that she had the same issues when she went into a gym. She was scared yeah, to go and that. work out in a group, and she was scared to use the weights. And so I think that's fabulous that she's uh, talking to teenagers about that specifically so i was doing some digging around and i actually came up with a story i found what i think is news for people i'm pretty sure it's news for people tom so (laughs) it was news to me well if it's peloton related and it's news for to you then (laughs) i deserve a pat on the back you do so aditi shaw has an acting career before she came to the wonderful world of I Peloton. never knew that. Yes. I never knew that. So uh, it turns out, he, he, as you can see, if you're following along on YouTube, that uh, here she is on an episode of Inside Amy Schumer. Uh, and if you watch this episode, I, was, I believe it's episode th- two, season three, called Cool With It, I believe. If you want to back up, that's the Amy Schumer one. that she. Pl- if you want to see her pretend to snort cocaine... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a pretend. It's a comedy sketch. Right. It's funny. Haha. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, but that's what she's doing in the Amy Schumer one. So then the next one is from HBO's Crashing. Oh. So uh, which I believe. Uh, what was this one called? Ah, Dang it. I'm blanking on it. But, but this was from episode three of Crashing as well. The next one's my favorite. And then the next one is from CBS's show Elementary, and this is from season six, and it's from an episode, it's got worms in the title. It's like, the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out. And I was, I saw her in the credits, and I was trying to find her, <laughs> and the only reason we didn't talk about this last week is because I couldn't find her in the episode. <laughs> well, she's literally and she, hidden. And, and, and so <laughs> I felt bad, because I was like, what's wrong with me that I can't find her in the episode? And then when I finally found her, she's literally camouflaged. <laughs> so she's against a wall with a pattern, and they painted the exact pattern of the wall 
onto her. Yes. So as I'm scanning through, because I'm not watching a full episode of Elementary, I'm not a <laughs> 75 year old woman, and uh, and so. But I love Columbo So who am I to talk Yeah But uh, but yeah So she's like literally camouflaged She's in the opening scene of the show So if you want to go find it it's, It is available on Hulu <laughs> If you want to go find it uh, She's in the very opening scene of Elementary Season 6 The episode with worms in the title So <laughs> there's a little background On the uh, the acting history of Aditi Shaw That is a really cool find Tom I'm really uh, I'm very Excited that you found it and I'm also I'm so proud. Yeah. I'm so proud. Uh, it's been three and a half years I figured I could put in a little effort. Well, so thanks. I should be set until 2023 <laughs> There's an, an interesting uh, Kickstarter for a Peloton documentary Yeah, this is uh, this is pretty cool. So Ty Adronis who was on just a few episodes ago sure, when yeah. he was talking about the tour mm-hmm. And uh, he is create. He's raising money with the hopes of creating a documentary. And the idea would be to go around the world, or I'm sorry, go around the country. Right, the 48 contiguous states. Yes, be very specific about that. Uh, filming stories about the bike that goes nowhere, and they're going to take the bike. the The cool thing is, is they want to take the bike with them, right. and l- literally plug it in. Next to cool landmarks like they're going to stop in St. Louis. So I'm imagining and Ty, you're not held to this. I'm just this is my this is my image that you are doing. He's going to pull up next to the 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 arch. arch, Right. And they're going to they're going to like do an interview at the arch while riding a Peloton. Yeah. Hooked up. I mean, that's cool. I heard that when he's in St. Louis, he was going to ride the Peloton while getting mugged. Oh, well, he's going to have to go a little east (laughs) for that. (laughs) Just. Just across Just the across river, her, yeah. But yeah, so like, uh, th- but that that sounds pretty spiffy. So uh, if you want to check that out, we'll put a link to it in the show notes, and then of course in the newsletter that we send out that you can subscribe to at theclipout.com. Yeah, and and if you're wondering if it's like worth your time to go look, uh, the cool thing is is that you can submit your story to be considered, right. even if you don't back like not saying you'll get picked but they are going to pick some people at random who did not donate they're also um, hoping that you will uh, back them and then they'll choose people uh, from that pool as well and there's there's several different uh, ways that you can back it so you're not it's not like you have to donate a thousand dollars there's to be all considered. sorts of the way these kickstarters work because we've participated in a Absolutely. few over the years and uh and there's all sorts of different levels so you know normally there's levels that are as low as five or ten bucks all the way up to like you know you had to mortgage your house yeah and and this <laughs> one this one starts at 10 so you yeah. can get in real easy if that's if that's interesting to you at all new content there's some new uh, artist collaborations uh, either that just occurred or are about to occur, depending on when you listen. Yeah. Uh, the one that occurred this week was uh, Ben Aldis collaborated with Ministry of Sound. And so it was all a very, you know, club. Doom, right. Doom, doom. <laughs> there you go. You do that much better than I do. And uh, I'm do it the whole the whole segment. Oh, OK. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I can't stop giggling. If you're going to do I'd that. Stop. I'm about to hyperventilate. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, he did a whole class for Ministry of Sound. Very cool. You know, they're they're uh, starting to pull in the UK instructors more for these artist collaborations. So I was excited to see this one. That's very cool. Awesome. And then there's also one with the weekend. Yeah, there's um, it's man, it has a ton of classes associated with it coming up. Although 
I'm thinking about it. I'm pulling up my uh, my thread to look at it. I should have had this in my notes. The weekend was actually supposed to be in St. Louis, I think, last night. They were? Yeah. I didn't know that. So they have several. Um, so 826, which is today, 730 p.m. Eastern with Chase Tucker. There's a run. And then uh, Anna Greenberg is doing a yoga flow. And Jess Sims is doing a stretch on demand. So, awesome. oh, I'm sorry. I totally missed Jess King doing a ride today, too. Sure, that's not a tread class. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> And then uh, in the UK, there's a, a new collaboration going with John Lewis, which is a, a group of stores over there. Yeah, it is. And they call it a concession. Uh, okay. So so they're having they're having Peloton join their concession collaboration in several different cities. They started with the one in London and uh, they're basically it's like a, a tiny what we in, in the U.S. would see as like one of their tiny showrooms, like okay. the little ones. And but they can get they can get clothes there and people can try out the bike. So it's very cool. And I believe it's it's a total of 10 different locations throughout the U.K. So. That's pretty cool. And it's like a department store? Yeah. Yeah. John Lewis is, um, it's a department store. Tom's got to look it up. I do. Yeah. I wasn't familiar with it, but apparently it's a, it's a big chain in the UK. Okay. This is what I thought it was. John Lewis department stores or whatever they call them over there. We say department stores, but they have the best Christmas commercials you will ever see. Really? Like Google John. Wait, is this the one you've made me watch? Yeah, like and then you end up in tears. Yeah. Every time that's like, them? Yeah. Oh. And and that's like like kind of like their tradition is every year. And the commercials are like they're like many they're like short films. They're two to four minutes long. And I think the one they did that what they've had a couple that have gone viral, but they had one that went viral a couple years ago, which was like the life story of Elton John, like as a little kid playing piano. Oh and wow. it's like, oh my God, it's just like just tugs at your heartstrings but they all do but like seriously go this is a rabbit hole you want to go down yeah you've you have shown these to me and and tom is right you want to go down this rabbit hole like take a moment and google them it, it remind me when i send out the uh, newsletter this week and i will include a link to one hey uh when you send out the newsletter this week yeah i was hoping you could remind me on sunday oh that's hey, a little on sunday no i mean actually on oh the day of Sunday. Gotcha. If you could. And also include a picture of a bear on a bicycle. <laughs> oh, Tom. <laughs> so uh, Robin has teamed up with Adidas Women. Okay, I know it's not the most sensational story this week because there's been a lot there's of stuff that has happened. a lot of good stuff this week. But let me tell you, this might be my favorite as a shopper, more okay. As a shopper, I was as like, a shopper. I, I I gave you a Didi Shaw on elementary. I said, as a shopper, I have footage of a Didi Shaw snorting cocaine. <laughs> fake, fake cocaine, fictionally. <laughs> yeah, but, you need to add fictionally. But she's still, <laughs> still got footage of it. <laughs> Um, okay, but but this was kind of groundbreaking and historical in its own way. Right. And uh, I stumbled across it because I'm me. Just what and, you do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this is really cool. Robin teamed up with Instagram, which first of all, Robin teamed up with Instagram. Can That's we just... It's pretty can, baller. Yeah. And Adidas Women. Now, we know that Robin has been a spokesperson mm -hmm. for Adidas for a long time. Right. But... This was a collaboration like no other. It literally was the first time this has ever happened. They took Robin 
and had her open up her Adidas closet. Yes, just her Adidas closet, because yes, she has multiple. She has a Peloton closet, too. And then she pulled out her the new looks from the Adidas line right. and showed us how she would put them together. Then all you had to do was click on at Adidas Women, their profile. Right. Boom, lookbook, and you could buy it right there. Look at that. In real time. I could just click and buy. Oof. I know. What did that cost us? Well, actually nothing, because as much as I love the things that they were showing, Robin has a style that is very, how do I put it? It's so put together, like her shoes match her clothes. Right. And I don't. Like me with my hoodies. It is, but her shoes cost $200 a pair. Yeah. And um, I don't, I would have to buy the entire outfit. Like gotcha. to to look the way I would want it to look, I would have to buy each piece. So it's like a $600 endeavor. Yeah. Well, so, thank you. So I didn't buy any of it. <laughs> And and I also felt like I would like at some point you're just copying somebody else. And that's sure. like I I like whenever I'm inspired by what they're doing, but I wouldn't know what to do with a piece of it. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I know. <laughs> I, I totally to have know. the entire outfit. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, no, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and then finally, uh, there are hit cardio warm ups now. Yeah. Brand new. Um, so it's another piece of content coming. So if you remember, we had the warm ups that started for strength last week. Now we have the hit cardio warm ups. Also this week um, brought to us by one of our listeners. Uh, the note we noticed that all of the profile pictures change within the app. So there's a new one for boot camps. There's a new oh. one for strength, etc. They don't look radically different. So I really had to compare side by side. Right. But um, but they are different. So again, that kind of points to what I was saying earlier in the episode. Big things are coming down it, the pipeline. It sure sounds that way. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Deborah Anzalone. Hey, Deborah, how are you doing? Great, great. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, well, so I always start with the first question. How did you originally hear about Peloton? So my daughter and son-in-law bought a Peloton and they were like, Mom, you've got to get this. And of course, I'm a spinning instructor. So I was like, uh, mm, I don't really know. You know, really resistant. <laughs> I did not want to be replaced, you know. Yeah. And then I was thinking, I don't want one more thing that I have to, like, be pressured to do. Sure. So I kind of said, oh, let's wait a little bit, you know. And so that's how I first heard about it. And I think they were probably one of the first to get a Peloton. Oh, got some OGs. So <laughs> you, were, you were a spin instructor. Like, that's a ballsy move to go to your mom, who's a spin instructor, and be like... Get this spin bike so other this... people can teach you how to yeah, spin. Yeah, like... <laughs> right? And like, I'm like, my, no, my... I have a bike. I don't need that. I know my own, you know, I do my own uh, classes. Right. And yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. My, mom, my mom owned a printing company, and I remember when Crystal and I got married, like, we bought the wedding invitations that you can custom do yourself and i was just like my mother is spinning in her grave that (laughs) i'm not going to a printer to purchase these so like that that amazes me that they would that they would do that That you know like that's that's a bold move that's a bold move so how much time was there between when they suggested that you buy this thing designed to put you out of business and uh and and then you purchasing it well, oh, actually, Tom, you didn't read the next question. Oh. He does this, Deborah. You, so, okay. so she actually, she actually got a comeback bike. 
Oh. So I guess between how long was the process between like they told you about it, they tried to get you involved, they tried to suck you in, right. and then you were nominated for the comeback bike. What kind of time frame was that? Probably two to three years. So it was wow. a while. You held your ground. I kept manifesting it. I had the space picked out, you know, and I was like, this is where the spin bike is going to be, you know, and I'm a yoga teacher too. So I was constantly manifesting and visualizing that I was going to get what? one. So but yeah, Peloton's it, just come Peloton's coming after you at all angles. Yeah. Like, yoga. <laughs> That's my dream job. I want to be a Peloton instructor, like maybe in another life or. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you never that. know. You should reach out to them. But so what did the comeback process look like? Like what was the nomination process? How did how did all of that work? So I got an email and it basically said, just submit your story, you know, send it here. So I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, you know, but I did. I wrote it up. And before I sent it, I sent it to our older daughter, Tiffany, the one that has the the Peloton bike. And I said, could you just take a look at this? Because she has a master's in mass communications from um, Louisiana State University. And she has her bachelor's from my alma mater, Boston College. And my husband went to LSU, so she kind of went to both. So she <laughs> re- you know, reviewed it. She goes, oh, mom looks great. So I sent it in. And so then maybe in July, no, May, May last year, I'm riding in the car and I get this email. Oh, you know, thanks for reaching out to the comeback program. Um, your story was really great, but unfortunately it wasn't selected. So I immediately send our daughter, you know, a text message. And I said, oh, I didn't get it, but that's okay. So then about a day later, riding in the car again, and I look at my phone and I get this email and it goes, congratulations, you've been selected as a comeback recipient. So I was like, what? So I send our daughter, you know, another text message. I said, it said I won. And she goes, oh, great. She said, I submitted your story from my perspective but I didn't tell you. So she's like, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> you get a post I was just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. So, Oh my God. So how she exciting. Me. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, well, that helps take the sting out of them trying to put you out of a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. And so I, July 16th, I got, you know, the Peloton bike. The oh app, my God. We're, we're, we're like. Everyone. We're like Peloton sisters because I got mine on the 15th, July 15th of oh, 2016. Wow. That's your anniversary. Yes. To, yeah. That's my Peloversary. That is so cool. <laughs> you, ha- you have the same Peloton Zodiac sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I got the Pelo anniversary email on the 15th, but oh. they actually delivered it on the 16th. So we really are. We're twins. <laughs> Just a, it was Pelo a long, it, it, it was a long labor. <laughs> You don't want one of those bad boys coming out breach. I'll tell you that. Oh, no. sorry. We've been watching Call the Midwife. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> breach babies are top of mind. Well, I'm a nurse too, so I know what that's like. Oh my god, you do everything. <laughs> and tomorrow's let my me birthday. Guess. You, so. so, let me guess. Happy you, birthday! I yeah. know. This is like. You know, I, sh- I should go play the lottery. <laughs> so we're we're I'm the just... same Peloton zodiac sign and the same zodiac sign because I my birthday's coming up on the twentieth. Oh, oh is our daughter 20th? Tiffany's is the nineteenth. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> and well, I you think said you, you were. Didn't your son Brian just have a birthday and he just passed he his did? test? 
He yes. did. I just like, we, <laughs> we literally just took him for his first time driving. Yes. So oh my god! Just I, before this, if I if I sound panicky, <laughs> that's why. I uh, when you said you were a nurse, the first thing I thought was, I how how long until your kids try and get you to use doctor on demand? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's coming too. <laughs> yeah, they're like. Let's just take everything away from her. I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm here to foment family strife for you. <laughs> and I'm but married I'm... to a doctor, so there's the other part oh of it. Yeah, <laughs> so they can take you out both at the same oh, time. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm curious though because you kind of started this whole journey with. You weren't really interested in the Peloton, but at some point you started manifesting one. So like, what was what was that process for you? What changed your mind that you were like, I want one now. I'm not real sure. I think, um, you know, I just was looking for something else and I was looking for a community, which is what really drew me in unbelievably, because even like the first year that I had it, I never really started, you know, getting severely addicted to it until I joined the tour, which was the former tour to Peloton with Ty. And I know Ty was on your show. Um, yeah. But now it's like I have all these buddies, you know, and they are always like, hey, you want to do a ride tomorrow? You know, and, and I can't say no. <laughs> so, so I think I'm up. See, last month I had 742.5 miles and Good I'm Lord. up to 43 of 44 tours. So Oof, it's nice. It's been great, especially with, you know, being homebound, stayed home and, you know, the isolation. It's yeah. been really a godsend have such a great wow. virtual community so i'm just curious what was your uh what was your comeback story what was the tale that you wove for them or that your daughter wove for them so tiffany told the story from her perspective um when our our younger daughter tracy was hit by a car in italy studying she was studying abroad through um university of miami but it was the gonzaga and florence program so she was spending a whole year there, uh, junior year abroad, where Tiffany had done it um, through the Medici program and just did one semester. So Tiffany said, Tracy, you need to really do the whole year. So she was starting her second semester of her junior year, and that was in uh, 2003. And um, Tiffany had not spent summers with Tracy because we were living in Italy at the time. So Tracy kept asking Tiffany, come on over, quit your job and travel with me, you know, for six months or whatever. So she had just, Tiffany had just quit her job um, and got to uh, Florence where Tracy was. That was January 15th of 2003. And they were waiting for some other kids to come down to go to dinner. It was a Wednesday evening about 8.15. And I get a call um, that she had been hit by a car. Oof. So, um, yeah, it was really weird. I was doing my playlist for spinning and it was all Dave Matthews. And so I was sitting at the computer, you know, in Naples, writing up my playlist and I get a phone call and, you know, Italy was really good with cell phones back then. So I picked up the you know phone and yeah. I'm hearing, Oh my God, Tracy's been hit by a car. She's laying in the street. They were all standing on the sidewalk and two guys came around the corner in a pedestrian area knocked down these big, huge iron, like a post that have the chains. And there was a moped that was kind of leaning on that threw all that onto Tracy. So she was, Oh my God. Yeah. She was the bigger of the two. She was probably like one forty-five, five, six, and was on the rowing team, the crew team at university of Miami. 
So she was the powerhouse on the crew team. And so because she was, you know, strong and muscular, because uh, our other daughter, Tiffany, is, is 18 months older, she's more petite. Gotcha. So Tracy's laying in the middle of the street going to Tiffany, good thing it was me and not you. They're always very competitive <laughs> with everything because you would have been, you know, blah, blah, and I'm strong and all this. So she wasn't knocked out or anything, but she did have a tib-fib fracture, so broken ankle and big laceration on her left side from her knee to her hip and covered with gasoline from the moped. So um, basically oh my God. they um, called the, you know, the 911 came and they took it to Florence Trauma hospital and they were you know treating her there i, I got there about 4 a.m because um we were in naples the reason why we were living in naples is my husband was the commanding officer of the navy hospital in naples italy so he was actually in sicily at a meeting wow. at Terramina when it happened so long story short let's see on the seven on the 16th of january my husband got back to naples got an ambulance drove up to Florence to bring Tracy back to his hospital. And then on the 17th, which was a Friday of January, um, that was 2003, she was going into surgery to have a, the IM rod put in her ankle to fix mm. the broken ankle. And she ended up arresting. Basically what happened was that the anesthesiologist gave her too much narcotics and not enough oxygen after extubating her. And so she uh, was coded. It was so weird because we were waiting to go into the room. And um, I remember the corpsman said, you know, to my husband, sir, do you want to go in before we get her all moved over and, you know, situated? And he said, today, I'm not a doctor or, the, or your CEO. I'm a dad. So he said, just call me when, you, you know, you get her settled. So I was on the phone with my brother, who's a Catholic priest. And I was telling him it all went great. And all of a sudden I see the code cart and go down the hall and I looked around the corner and it was going into her room and I was oh, like no. let me call you back <laughs> you know hold tight so I hung up and that's when we found out that she had arrested and they had to reintubate her and she was in a coma so from there we were medevaced to Germany to uh, Landstuhl to the, um, oh the Air Force Hospital there and they put an intraventricular catheter into her head. And then we were medevaced from on Martin Luther King Day. So it was that long weekend. We were medevaced to Bethesda to National Naval Hospital on a C-141. That was crazy because we were yeah. sitting backwards in the plane. <laughs> and, you know, they had her in a litter and they had a trauma team with her. We were getting ready to land at Andrews Air Force Base. And one of the um, team came back and said, ma'am, I'm sorry, but we're not going to be able to land for a while. And I was like, oh, really? Why? Because Air Force One is in the air and they've cleared oh the airspace. God. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't repeat what I said, but it was a couple yeah. of things that I <laughs> I'm like, uh, you better land this plane. And this Sicilian came out of me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Protective so, mom mode. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So they finally landed and then, you know, got the ambulance to her and got her over to National Naval Hospital. And at that point, did CAT scans and she was swelling. And so she had a um, severe anoxic brain injury. She has a feeding tube and a backless and pump. And we take care of her here, you know, at home. And what's very ironic is in 2000, um, when Payne Stewart's plane went down, my husband was the, for five minutes of fame on CNN, 
he was the expert on hypoxia. So, because he was in charge of the Naval Aerospace Medical Institute, where they train all the pilots and the flight surgeons. So he was on there talking about hypoxic events in 2000, and then you know our own daughter had an event in 2003. So can't make this stuff up, you know? Yeah, totally. Good lord! I mean, that's just crazy. Just how a random thing. Uh, you know, and, just, it, and, it and a flip generated. of a switch change, yeah, sets off this domino effect and completely exactly. changes your life. Yeah. Wow. We figured eight minutes without oxygen. So she oh. actually, you know, died and they resuscitated her. So I believe she's here, you know, every day she makes other people stronger. She's the type of a person she knew so many people and she was always doing for other people that, you know, I, I always feel like there's a reason and she she gives me strength. She's brought our entire family together, which we were really close, you know, typical Italian family, <laughs> but even closer. You know, I remember during the summer of 2002, she came to Italy and she was lifeguarding and I was teaching spinning. So we hung out a lot together. And I remember asking her, I said, Tracy, what of your five senses what is the one thing that you could not live without? And I remember her telling me she could not live without exercise because she was a fitness fanatic, you know? Yeah. So, and that's Gosh. kind of, you know, where we're at right now because she's a spastic quadriplegic. She can't, um, she can only move her head and she Aww. can blink twice to yes, shake her head no. But even through that, she is such a mentor and a role model for so many people. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Whew. That's so I, I, I really yeah. was able to survive 10 months at National um, Rehab Hospital with her, you know, and one of us would stay with her every night and I was there every day. So the nights I had off, I would go back to our apartment and I'd get on my spin bike and I would just turn the music off you know, yeah. and scream. Yeah, <laughs> and I bet. Spin I... for two hours, you know, and cry and that really was a cathartic event for me, and it was a, a an outlet. And I think if if it was today, I would be bringing the Peloton bike into her hospital room. <laughs> and that's I, where, I don't know, blame I you. Set up shop there, but yeah, yeah. So I know that you mentioned when we were talking offline that that fitness has always been important to your family, and so it feels like that that might be one aspect of it. You've used it as as an ability to deal with pain and stress and mm-hmm. and kind of processing things and it sounds like you you as your entire family has done that forever can you tell us about yes. that yes but when I was in high school I really was you know more of like a intramural sports person I played B squad field hockey you know I, I went to a Catholic school until eighth grade and they did their their definition of gym was going down to lower campus and playing dodgeball. You know? <laughs> I so went to Catholic schools and that must have been in, in the catechism because it's the sa- like right. same, same thing. for you. And yeah. Like it was the same way when I was a kid. Yeah. So that was, you know, I didn't really have a lot of gym at the time, but I remember I started running in high school, just going out and running in my neighborhood. And I would run like to the downtown cause we lived on a top of a hill in Winchester, Massachusetts. So I would run all the way downtown and my uncle would be like, how long did that take you? And I would be like, oh, you know, whatever. And he'd be, you couldn't do that. That can't be possible. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, you know, so I really found running at that point. And then when I went to Boston College, 
they had an amazing sportsplex that was, you know, like two feet away from where I lived in, in these modular apartments on campus. So we would go to the, you know, sportsplex all the time and work out then. And I started running marathons and um, my family would, you know, follow me around and give me water bottles and, you know, <laughs> feed me and, you know, and, and the kids were always there to cheer me on. So I did that. But I think my biggest turning point was when we lived in Puerto Rico in uh, 1983 to 1985. And I was going to this class at the community center called the workout class. And, you know, so I'd go every day or whatever. And it was a bunch of the spouses and it was Jane Fonda, you know, on steroids <laughs> with the heavy hands and the, the leg warmers and the, you know, all that. So it was the head So it was that era. And I remember the girl that was teaching, her son got stuck in the eye, poked in the eye with a stick. So she called me and said, here's my boom box. Here's my tape. You're it. And I said, oh. well, when are you coming back? And she's like, I don't know. I'll be back. <laughs> She never returned. So, so that class became my, you know, that was my beginning of aerobics. And so I was pretty so much that, self-taught at the time because we were living in Puerto Rico. Everything was in Spanish and there was really, you know, you couldn't just YouTube a class or anything. Right, so right. I started, you know, choreographing classes to the music and built on that. So the biggest, I think the biggest culmination of that class was uh, I got asked to teach the, the construction battalion, the CDs. They had about um, 400 guys and they were all doing their 5.30 a.m. PT. And they said, would you like to come out and lead us in your workout? So I brought <laughs> my entourage with me and they set up a boxing ring outside at the end of the island. So we were in the boxing ring and they were all around us. And so we did the whole, you know, like 90 minute class for the CBs. So <laughs> that's that amazing. Yeah. That cool. Were they participating or were they just staring? I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on here. Maybe both. Yeah, a little. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> hey, whatever gets the heart rate up, right? That's good. Yeah. It counts, as, counts as cardio, right? I uh, that sounds like a Judy Garland musical, like like oh, the lead actress has broken her ankle, and you get to take over the yeah. <laughs> you, I was you t- like, you're the star what? now. You're right, the star. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so, I just kind of winged it for a little bit, yeah. and then I, you know, got into my own rhythm, but. Yeah. So th- then when you when you leave Puerto Rico, it sounds like you lived in a lot of like really cool places. Like you've really like seen the world, which is great. So you leave Puerto Rico, you presumably leave that aerobics class behind. Well, how do you what's your next step to being like I'm going to keep being an instructor? So then I get back to let's see from Puerto Rico, we went to Jacksonville. So I had to get certified because in you know, Puerto Rico, there wasn't any certification. So I went to a workshop and got certified by the Aerobics and Fitness Association of America, which is now the Athletics and Fitness Association of America. So I had to go through that whole thing and become a group exercise leader or whatever. So I've continued on with those certifications. So that was, you know, like kind of the first step. And then I started teaching um, I taught the Jacksonville University baseball team, you know, different venues. So it was pretty cool. Um, so I kept that up. And then in 1999, we were living in um, Key West. So I decided I wanted to become a spinning instructor. I really got into into the spinning scene. So 
I got certified by Mad Dog, Johnny G, in 1999. And I've been pretty much teaching, you know, ever since, except for the hiatus with Tracy's accident. I've been teaching spinning. And then I got certified to teach yoga when we moved here in, um, you know, Lighthouse Point, which is between Fort Lauderdale and Boca Raton. So I got my 20, um, I mean, 200-hour registered yoga teacher certification and then went back and got an advanced one in Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Gosh, so my, my name is Foga Dab is my leaderboard name, and it's for spin plus yoga equals Foga. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's nice. <laughs> so are you still, I mean, obviously you, I'm not, I shouldn't say obviously, you're probably not instructing at the moment because of the pandemic, but like, were, are you still an instructor or how's that, what's that yeah. looking like? Uh, and we went back to teaching in June, so it's a small yacht club that's in our neighborhood, and okay. um, you know oh, okay. we socially distance. They have to sure. wear their masks. We wipe down all the equipment. The class is probably five, six people, so they can be you know ten feet apart. Right. Yeah, so I'm sure that I, I'm sure that like really kind of checks a lot of boxes for you though, because it gets you out of the house, makes your brain work in a different way, probably helps with like loneliness and also just mm-hmm. like changing up the pace. I know, I know it's hard for me. Like I love being able to work from home; it's amazing, but it also is very isolating. And I have to make myself go for a walk every morning, and I have to make myself reach out to people and talk to them. Otherwise, I would go a little stir crazy. <laughs> And that's, I think that's where like the, the tour came in for me because like now I have people, you know, I have uh, Peloton buddies and they'll say, hey, you know, let's do this tomorrow. And, and I'm getting into the, um, the power zone pack, that whole power zone training. Uh-huh. So here's another thing I keep, you know, like, well, I got to do this three times a week and then I got to do two tours a week. So it's like. <laughs> I'm on the bike a lot. You know, my family thinks I'm insane. I mean, they're like, <laughs> my sister there are sent worse me a things. shirt that says, hello, addict, you know, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And when there I don't work out, I doing. feel, you know, Ugh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a real, it really helps to be able to work out and keep moving. And I think it helps with everything going on right now it just helps you process and it helps you move in a different way I don't know it just really helps my mental state and I feel like it helps a lot of people being able to do that so definitely since you're a spin instructor what is it like think do you do you sit there and think about the classes that you would create when you're taking other classes or how does that work being a spin instructor taking spin classes I think I just get completely absorbed into the class so I really am not like the teacher, you know, <laughs> I thought I would be, I thought I'd be like, Oh, this one, you know, this yeah, critiquing count, them. the timing's yeah. off, you know, <laughs> no, the only time I will critique a class, if they go like from zero to one twenty, and then there's no recovery, you know, and it's okay. like crazy when they say, okay, 120, you know, cadence. And I'm like, what at 50 <laughs> to 60 or at 70 to 80, I'm like, no, come on. That's a little. <laughs> <laughs> come on. That's a little dude. nuts. <laughs> they need to check their bike calibration. They're going to be throwing out metrics yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then who's your who's your favorite instructor or do you have one? Well, you know, it's changed a lot because when I first started, it was Tunde okay. and I still love her. Um, and then I, I kind of feel connected to Emma because I'm from New England and Emma's, you know, grown up in Martha's Vineyard and 
so that whole vibe takes me back to college and old boyfriends and stuff. <laughs> you know, and she does have a really good knowledge base for music, so, you know, and for all the musicians, and which I love. And I like her music. I kind of um, resonate with her style. But now I'm kind of getting into the whole, the power zone. I love Christine. Christine's like my therapist, you know, I mean, she is amazing. I did the Haleakala for the Pelafondo last month. And I mean, she's just incredible. I love Olivia. They're all excellent. I mean, of course, Dennis and Matt. So getting into the power zone pack now, I'm starting to see a little bit more of, you know, I love their precision and the way they teach. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because, you know, some of these tours, I feel like I'm up in zone five through seven. <laughs> I never recover and I'm just constantly and I look at my, you know, metrics. I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I really now I'm learning how to go down to zone one. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that if you're going to do a lot of writing or a lot of running. Gotta right. keep it. You got to do that endurance if you're going to be up there for hours. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just better for you long term. <laughs> and I'm really competitive. Oh, my God. I don't I don't know if it's because I was born premature. I was born six months early. Ironically, my mom was moving into a new house and my dad. And so I came early and I don't know if I had four pounds. I had to fight, you know, in the isolate and that made me competitive. Wow. Wow. Six months. I mean, that's rough today. But yeah, yeah. I can't. I mean, that's amazing that you survived that. That's like so early. Like even now they would they would freak out if like a baby was coming that early. They'd be like, "Uh oh, wow. But yeah, but I can't even imagine what, like 35 years ago. Is that what? (laughs) Like, 39Y. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, one of the good nice. things is I just qualified for Medicare, so. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed hey, your previous guest, too. She gave me a lot of hope. <laughs> oh, Vivian. 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 Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. She's amazing. She's what, amazing. What just- just a badass. I mean, 85. I she's still, oh my God. She gives me hope. I want to be like that at 85. Yeah. I am fantastic. I want to be like Vivian. <laughs> Viva uh, Vivian. <laughs> somebody, somebody put on my uh, Facebook wall yesterday or in the pay, the group and they said, uh, I want to Viv up. And I feel like that could be a new I thing. Know. Like, I think we need to, I think awesome. that needs to be a hashtag. Instead we all of, need to Viv up. Instead of Live Strong, Viv Strong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, you're onto something really good. That would be awesome. I can see She's it on fabulous. t-shirts and hats. Yeah. <laughs> So when you teach a class, when you teach a class now, do you find like, do you find that, that having a Peloton is starting to influence your own instructing style? Yes. That's a great question. Absolutely. Yeah. I think even my fitness level has gone, you know, way, way up. And I think just in, well, the music especially, you know, and I've always been on top of music, but. You know, it's Lizzo and it's great because I've always done theme rides. I've always done. I mean, I do Disney theme. I've done the Matrix, Tarzan, you know, uh, (laughs) Mamma Mia. I've always done those. But just, you know, I think it's revved me up a couple of notches for sure. And then I've incorporated the 10 minute arms. So we do, you know, we'll do like Tuesdays is just spin core. So it's a 60 minute spin class. And then we do some core. And then Wednesdays, I do Spogo, which is like 40 minutes of spin, 10, 15 minutes of um, upper body strengthening. And then we, you know, go to the mat and we do like kind of like a Pilates with the Pilates ring and the blocks and the bands. And then we go into a yoga 
So it's kind of like a circuit, really. You're like hardcore. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Those are my two definite, like, happiest days. When I'm done, you know, teaching, I'm like... I really love what I do. Yeah. Oh, that's fabulous. That is good. It's all it it makes life so much better if you enjoy what you're doing. Like yes. I yeah. I'm I'm fortunate enough to enjoy what I do and I I can't imagine not being able to. And Crystal's looking at me now that says shut up. <laughs> I love I doing this stuff. This Are you guys stuff close enough where you can like kick each other under the table or <laughs> all I have to do is give them a look, watch. Yeah. Oh, I know what that means. My, my, that look, my shin just bruised. <laughs> what that look means. I was just kicked. I remember that look from my yeah. mom, you know, she gave me that look wait till your father comes home. <laughs> So um, you've mentioned that the community is super important to you, which and you've mentioned a couple of communities. Where do you feel like is the most at home for you for Peloton and why? The tour. Definitely yeah. the tour. It's the most positive community I've ever been in. I mean, I cannot even imagine when I go on, you know, to a ride, there's like a hundred high fives already. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I feel like a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, and they, Ty and um, Jen, Jill and Larry, and they have uh, Koki now too. The five admins really do an excellent job of keeping everything positive and, you know, making sure that no politics or anything creeps into the, you know, into that group. And it's gone from, I think I joined March 16th. And it's like 15,000 people now. I think I might have been the first, like in the first 100 to join. Wow. But it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and they just, I just did a circuit today. They have the tour to circuit now, which is okay. why I want to get a Peloton tread. Be- oh, also because my husband would enjoy it. Looks like he's got a birthday present. Yeah, he's got a birthday present coming up. I think (laughs) maybe Christmas (laughs) or whatever holiday. Exactly, whatever motivates you. But yeah, so that's you know, so they're going to be doing um, the one today that I did. We could substitute the bike for the boot camp. Okay, Um, but that was fun. That was a lot like the class I teach because it was you know stretch, restorative yoga, it's strengthening core. And boot camp. That was a that's lot really of fun. Cool. I yeah. don't remember them even having that when we talked to Ty. So that's really cool. I think that's new. That's neat. Yeah, it came out like last week. And, and okay, yeah. they have a great way of like getting you excited about, okay, you know, the next one that's coming out. Like tomorrow's Tabata and everybody's been putting on the, oh, this is so hard. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, no. Tabata's you rough, know, man. I'm like biting all the fingernails off, you know. <laughs> Especially if it's Robin Tabata. <laughs> yeah, it's got a Robin and a, I think it's Leanne and uh, Hannah. I mean, there's a, a bunch. So Ooh. I think it's going to be a tough one. I got to rest my, up. <laughs> my yeah. guess is you can you can pull it off. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm if anybody can, I think you got yeah. it. <laughs> so um, I'll let you know. More at 11. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, as a uh, as a Peloton user and a spin instructor, do you have any uh, any advice for for newbies just kind of starting this process? Definitely, just get on and pedal, and then definitely look at your seat setup. Your bike setup is so important because I think even though I'm used to a spin bike, this is so different. So when I got on for the first little bit, I felt like 
I was either too far forward. The bike I have, the spin bike I have is a V bike. You can adjust everything. Okay. Forward and aft, up and down. They don't make them like that anymore. I think people are getting too confused. <laughs> but, but with the Peloton, I find that um, I'm still trying to find the right tweaking, you know, for the saddle height and handlebars and whatnot. But I think that's really important because I started feeling, and I mean, I've been spinning since 1999. So I started getting some pain right above my kneecap, you know, like yeah. I said, oh, okay, there's something wrong with my setup. So I went back and looked at Jen, um, not Jen, Christine's setup. And I and Hannah too, and I was like, okay, you know, let's reassess this. And I think really is just to get on there and you know start with some shorter rides and then build up. And I think the power zone training is really important. Um, I like the fact that there's an FTP test that you can do, and I try to stay in my zone, you know, as much as I can. The only bad thing about the zones is that if you're on the leaderboard and you see people going. <laughs> And they're climbing up and you want to get there. And then he's like, zone two. And I'm like, the heck with that. You know? like, I'm going to crank it up because I like your ego takes over. <laughs> and I'm like, come on now. You, you know, you need your grown up. But I'm so competitive. It's like I, I don't want to let anybody pass me, you know, and. And we have yeah, some really I've give, strong I've, riders in our group. I mean, yeah, I've yeah. given up on that years ago. It's just like know. you know, there's always going to be somebody stronger than I I am, and every bike is different. So if you and I were doing the exact same ride, you know, we might have a different experience if we just simply switched bikes on the exact same ride. No, that's you know? true. And so, mm-hmm. so I that's why I'm just like, whatever. It is what it is. I'm going to do what they say, and then. <laughs> and, and, there's, could... and there's people on there when we did the um, the hour ride, the Haleakala. Yeah. One of the outputs was a thousand fifty, and mine was I like six hundred, or not even. I think it might have been five hundred. And I was like, "How do they do that?" You know, I don't know because I weigh about one hundred and five pounds. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It absolutely has it's to do with it. It's 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 how much you weigh, but also another thing that's into it is like if you have an easier bike or a harder bike than they do, you know. And people, there are people that literally calibrate their bikes because they think it's too hard. So you can't trust what's out there. You really can't. You cannot compare your numbers to somebody else. All you can do is compare your numbers to your numbers. Anybody else's, you you have no idea what they're doing on their end. I mean, I'm not saying everybody is, is messing with their bikes because there are people that never touch their bikes. But like whenever I've gone to the studio and done Mm -hmm. a a ride there, it is completely different. I mean, I remember one ride, it was a milestone ride we did in Chicago, my 400th. And literally I blew my numbers out of the water by like 150. Wow. I mean, it was crazy because it was like, it wasn't challenging. I had to keep increasing the resistance to get where I felt like I usually am at home, you know? Right. and so yeah. it was it was completely different. And so you, that's why you just can't you can't trust that, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, ego means edging God out. So <laughs> <laughs> I get it, though. To like check that at the door before I walk <laughs> into the spin room. <laughs> you know? I get it, though. Like Crystal and I are both very competitive. Very. And like, <laughs> I honestly think that's part of why I I don't do sports is because 
I am super competitive and I also suck at it. So <laughs> like that's there's just zero enjoyment. Like in that you, for me. you would be judging yourself yeah, out I'm of just the like, gate. I'm just like, ah, oh, I suck at yeah. this. This is I'm miserable. Like I just yeah, so I'm just like just scratching that off of things to worry about. We're gonna have Dr. Jen listen yeah. to this episode. She, <laughs> yeah, we definitely she, that's a good one. She, that would be she great. minds these for new angles to, to come at me. <laughs> How to live well, with yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, well, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Before we go, uh, let people know where they can find you on social media if you would like to be found. Sure. So let's see. My Facebook page is Deborah Maricantante Anzalone because my maiden name was actually Maricantante. So that's that's my Facebook page. And then I'm Spogadab on the leaderboard. So that's the other one. Love and that. then awesome. we have a um, Facebook page for our daughter, Prayers for Tracy. And there's right. also Very a nice. website, but we kind of transitioned after about 12 years of maintaining the website, which it is still there, but we've kind of linked it over to Facebook because just more gotcha. people were going on to Facebook. So, yeah, so that's, you know, that's pretty much where I am. I, I, I used to have a, a Facebook page when we had our business, which was uh, Aerospace Medicine Services International, but we've closed that business. And we're retired officially. So Congrats. That was, uh, yeah, that was fun, though. We, we were uh, doing um, pilot physicals, FAA flight physicals for pilots. That's so, cool. Um, nice. I actually have a doctorate in public health and health systems management. And so I was wow. the one that started the business. So anything all the you books. haven't done? I know. Like, well, <laughs> When you when you're a Navy spouse and you move 17 times in 29 years, you have to keep putting on a new hat every place you go, and usually you get the job of your dreams right when it's time to move to the next duty <laughs> station. Uh, so. I mean, it's it's cool to see the world, but that's also a difficult. Like, I mean, I just know how much moving sucks. That yeah. I yeah, like oh, that, that would, would be, be tough. That would be tough for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah it helps clean out your garage. That's a really good thing. So we've yeah. been in this location now since 2006. So we had a huge wow. purge. I was like, that's it. We're purging it all out. We're getting rid of, you know, especially with hurricanes, we had to be able to put the cars in the garage. And sure. So, yeah. So we did wow. that. But when you move every two years, you have to clean it out. You know? Totally. Yeah. It's, yeah. You probably <laughs> buy everything disposable. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, thank you, you every, so much. You have every color towel and shower curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you have You're every ready for movie. anything. Oh, let's see. Pink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. You sound very busy. Yes, you so do. We thank appreciate you so much. You oh, in. no, this was wonderful. I, I truly enjoyed it. And yeah, thank you so much, too. I've I'll probably see you on the leaderboard. Not, oh, not you, yeah. Tom, One but I know the secret's yeah. still there. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I'll I'll be in touch in a couple of weeks to let you know when everything's going to air and keep you in the loop on that. So, uh, But if you have any okay, questions perfect. in the meantime, feel free to reach out. So, All righty. Thank you. Okay. Take Thank care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So I guess that brings this episode uh, to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? We are going to talk to Jen Myers. And for those of you that are local, yes, this is very exciting. Yeah, she hosts a morning show on a local radio station. For a long, long time, she's been a local radio. I don't want to make her sound super old. Because she's not. Back. For an appropriate amount, of, for an impressive <laughs> amount of time for her age. 
Which I, just, I, I'm pretty sure that's how you introduce her in the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I make the same mistakes a lot in my life. <laughs> Got the wife one right this time, though. So, uh, um, but uh, but yeah, she's on, for a local listener. She's on a radio station called Y98, and she's been there for for quite a bit of time. And I feel like I've made my adulthood listening to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she's just always been a part of my daily commute totally and she has a very interesting story yes. to uh, tell us about her journey so. yeah you guys are not going to want to miss this uh, because there there is a lot happening including a very like she's a road rider so we get to hear about her outdoor writing experience yeah you, you j- just tune in you don't want to miss it some good <laughs> pictures in that one yeah too. so yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway until next week where can people find you people can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on instagram twitter on the bike and of course the tread at clip out crystal and you can find me uh on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there like the page join the group uh sign up for our newsletter at the so you'll get all these cool pictures pictures and video links and whatnot sent directly to your inbox and you don't got to go hunting for them and of course uh, don't forget to swing by our youtube channel youtube.com slash the clip out where you can watch the show in its entirety with all our fancy pants screen shares and whatnot and crystal making faces at the camera right now so uh so anyway that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running 